y'all this is the 21 minutes or less podcast and today we have a special guest we have davita she's a wellness influencer and Nikki is going to tell you a little bit more about her so hey davita i just wanted to say thank you for um agreeing to speak with us today before we get started can you just tell our audience a little bit about yourself well, I am a serial entrepreneur. I moved to Atlanta to follow my dreams because this is a city where Black people are thriving. And I have a wig company called Hair Bakery Boutique. I specialize in custom wigs. I also have a nonprofit called Dear Deandra. I named after my sister who was killed from domestic violence. And then I also am a blogger, a wellness blogger. And as far as wellness, I take wellness, I take a six level approach to it as far as my values. So we talk about being secured mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, sexually, and financially. And from that blog, I create an, an audience called Secure Society, and we have a Secure Yourself magazine. So everything just coming together as far as Black empowerment, Black beauty, and these are some things that I struggled with in the past, and that's why I'm so passionate about it, especially with the loss of my sister. I'm also passionate about helping women um, get out of toxic relationships and into healthy relationships, even with themselves. Wow, that, that's awesome. Um, I did have a question when I was reading your bio. Mm -hmm. um, pretty much, I, I didn't know the um, exact situation with your sister, but you just mentioned it. Mm -hmm. um, and I just want to know, like, what was your age gap? Can you talk a little bit about the relationship between you and your sister and how dealing with her domestic violence situation and her um, passing away? You know, how mm -hmm. did you cope with all that? Well, she was 18 at the time. I was about... Um, 24 and she was my stepsister so we were close but not that close like we didn't grow up in the same household but at the end of the day I was still her sister and I remember the day like yesterday I remember the call that I got because I kind of brushed it over when they said that she didn't come home that night and um, I thought, because I know she's a little rebellious, so I figured she may not have wanted to come home, you know, deal with my dad, because we had the same dad. Uh, maybe she just wanted to take a break. So I texted her, and I didn't get a text back. So I was like, okay, maybe she just, maybe she doesn't talk to anybody. And so I remember I went to the movies that night, and I remember I got like five texts, five, six text messages, somebody saying, I'm sorry for your loss. Um, they found her. And I, at the time, like, it didn't register until I called my dad, who called me, like, five times. And, you know, he was crying, saying, they found her. She's gone. She's gone. And I remember I was driving um, because I saw the text, and I started driving home. And that's why I called my dad. And I don't know why I did that, even though I saw the text. But that day was just the most traumatic day in my life because I never lost anybody like that. Um especially the condition that they found her in. She was found face down on the ground by somebody walking the dog the next morning. And she was in love with this guy. And she actually had, you know, bought him anything that he wanted. And for him to kill her and, you know, take her money and try to buy Michael Kors watch minutes after he killed her, it just, I, it still doesn't register to me. And how I deal with it is I actually have been to counseling. I went to counseling right after it happened because, as a victim, they provide counseling for you, but it didn't really work for me. So I kind of worked it out on my own through podcasts, through reading, through separating myself from toxic relationships and everything. And that's when I moved back home to really focus on my 
purpose as a person who had a criminal justice degree because at the time I was working at Victoria's Secret and wow. so um that's when I went to law enforcement but just the other day I had a session with, session with my therapist and she was like yeah I, I see it's still bothering you because I'm not in a healthy relationship like I still have trust issues any red right. flag that I see I'm out right mm-hmm. um speaking of red flags where are some red flags you look for before entering a relationship I would say ghosting, you know, like if you're not consistent, you go ghost for like three days or a week. I'm not doing it. That means you're entertaining other people. Um, another red flag is how they are when they get mad, especially when we're in traffic and somebody cuts them off, how they react. Um, I pay attention to that. Or if we go out to eat and the waiter brings something on the menu that he acts, you know, you know, kind of complicates the order. I say how he reacts. So anybody who's violent with their words is going to be violent with their with their actions um and then gaslighting like i don't know if you guys know that term but it's basically when somebody try to downplay what is really going on like you found out he's cheating on you and he said you're making it a big deal it's not really that much of a big deal like you know and probably because you weren't talking to me that's so that's why i did it so gaslighting inconsistency and then anger are key points when it comes to red flags for me Mm. And those are yeah, really those are some good ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so a question that I have for you would be, I know you talked about the six pillar approach to how you look at wellness. Mm-hmm. So what do you feel like is the most important aspect of those six pillars if you have to choose one? Ooh. <laughs> mm. I would have to say mental. Mm. Mental, because that relates to your ability to get closer to God, to be closer with your, spirit, your um, sexuality and in relationships with your finances, your head has to be on point in order for those other those five levels to be secured. So you mental, getting that counseling, talking to people who can really identify those blind spots that you have. Um, yeah, that that's the most important. Because I know some people who are, like, really good financial experts. They're in good relationships. But their head, like, they, yeah. Mm-mm. It's definitely mental. <laughs> so what do you look for in healthy friendships? I did a little stalking on your Insta. I seen you have, like, a lot of beautiful black women friends. So, like, what do you look for in those women friends? Thank you. So, <laughs> basically, support. Support, support, support. It's like... If they don't support it, then they're not a friend. Um, and that doesn't mean you have to buy from me. That's liking the post. That's sharing my my stuff. Telling somebody that, you know, she she's good at what she does. Go, you know, go support her. Stuff like that. That's what I pay attention to. And also um, consistency with communication. You know, um, me and my friends, we talk about once a week because we're so busy. All of us are business um owners even if even if they don't have like a whole llc and everything um just blogging blogging is a business and we we're all doing something and i um empower them to do that so i kind of check in with them see how they're doing with their business and everything and they check in with me and i remember one of my friends you know she texted me was like hey girl how you doing i'm like i'm good she's like no how are you doing like for real with everything going on I said, you know what? You're right. I didn't even think about that. I am having a little trouble with this, you know, with this area. She's like, hey, let's talk about it. So stuff like that is what I really focus on when it comes to genuine friendships. Not somebody who's like, hey, girl, let's go out to party. Let's go do this. You know what I'm saying? No, let's chill. Let's grow. 
then you got a party. You know what I'm saying? Because you got people in your corner. Well, I'm sorry. I I wrote this blog. It was like you got people in your circle and in your corner. The people in your corner are going to hold you down. Those are the people that's you know that's that's your friend friends like your sisters. Mm-hmm. But the people in your circle, those are people who you know you kind of keep close just in case you have an event you want them to pull up to it, whatever. But those aren't the people who you tell your business to. Right. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So I had uh, following that. I had a question as far as like being consistent with everything you have a blog you wrote a book mm-hmm. um you know you said your friends like how do you stay consistent how do you manage your time with all that you have going on really just um planning at night sometimes it's about like two o'clock and I'm writing my schedule for the next day and I should get better at that you know doing it on Sundays like this is what I'm gonna do for the rest of the week but it's just as like as the week goes I'm getting thrown opportunities and I love it so I kind of just plan my day the night before and Mm -hmm. I always make sure I have an hour of self-care no matter what whether it's just like meditation or um treating myself out to eat something that's self-care that's what keeps me motivated okay um how has COVID-19 impacted you on a personal and business level girl (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's why I said being mentally secure is most important because when COVID-19 occurred, like I was working beforehand, I was working at Marriott and the concierge lounge. And I was, you know, just connecting with the VIP members, you know, really networking. Like I was using that job to my full um, ability. So when I got laid off, uh, that really gave me the opportunity to take my, my business seriously because I wasn't even approved for unemployment so I'm like dang how am I eat like literally eat because you know like essential runs you had to go to grocery store so that's when I um I used my stimulus check and purchased a new hair vendor for my business I started promoting differently um and my sales went from like zero to about like 12 in one week like the post guy was like whoa what's going on you you did you like a sale or something I'm like I know right like just chill let me do what I gotta do but um <laughs> before that like it was a little hard, like being getting laid off. I asked, I asked, you remember, like we had our, um, our book signing had to, I had to reschedule that. And then I actually had to cancel that because, um, because of COVID, like, you know, social distancing and, um, the limit of people I had to cancel that. And then also another thing I had to cancel was, um, my dear Deandra, my nonprofit event, we had a self-defense class. I had to cancel that too and refund money. So imagine getting laid off and have to give people their money back. That was a struggle. I also had my first paid speaking gig out of town. Like I was about to get flewed out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I had to, we had to cancel that too. And then uh, I also got invited to be an audience member for black women on the conversation. You know, it was like, it's a partnership with, um, with Oprah's network, like I also yeah, yeah. that also got pushed back, so it was a lot weighing down on me. But I used that as momentum to really push for my hair business and also for Secure Society because I created this magazine during COVID nineteen. I never would have thought I was going to create a magazine, and now we got three issues out. We got one coming out on Sunday, and I'm so excited because it's making an impact. Well, can you tell us a little bit about your magazine and your book? Okay, so the book is called How I Turn My Misery into My Ministry. So it taps into the trauma I faced as a child, um, you know, seeing my mother get abused by my dad and then him abusing my stepmom. 
and then you know how it kind of affected my relationships with men and then losing my sister and then I was also in toxic relationships after losing her and so when I was in a toxic relationship, I was trying to build my business. And that was like the worst situation. Like, you, know, you can't really build a business while you're in a toxic relationship, even in a toxic work environment, because I was still working while building my business. And I, was, I wasn't secure mentally. And I, um, I actually had to kind of mess up a $20,000 loan for opening a salon because I wasn't emotionally together. I always let him get in my head and tell me I wasn't worth it. So... Um, I give like a step-by-step guideline how I step out of that misery into my ministry of building my nonprofit, of empowering women through um, wigs. Because wigs are like an instant, you know what I'm saying? Instant slay. You ain't got to sit in the salon for hours, you know, get that wig, pop it on, you get to go. Um, And then um, me moving out here. So it's just been a lot that's in my journey this in that book and I also give a step-by-step guide on how to grow your business organically through social media in that book it's like this is what I did and this is how you're going to do it too and then the magazine really focuses on each level of security so like our first level was um financial security we we um featured Daisha Kennedy she's on Instagram as the broke black girl and she's a financial coach and like she is like sis is goals when it comes to money management so we featured her and then the month that we it was last month was mental awareness month i didn't know that either and we had a black therapist talking about mental health awareness for um for you know for black people and then this month is about physical security and we we're featuring a girl who um lost about 219 pounds and she's on the cover of people magazine to this day like if you go in public you see her and um and I think being physically secure is really important, especially for us black people right now with everything going on. We need to own our beauty and our blackness and just amplify our melanated voices. So that's that's where this physical security magazine is going to come into. Just being confident in your skin. Even if you are overweight, still own your beauty. So that's what this is going to be about. And I'm excited. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely like those, um, the book and the magazine. Mm-hmm. And so how do you maintain the, I guess, the societal pressures of being like a black female influencer for hair and wellness and mental health um, on social media in today's times? Um, as far as dealing with the pressures, I, I really analyze my captions so that way I'm not too mm. opinionated, but at the same time, I get my voice across without offending people. Um, mm-hmm. And then I always get like two two reviews on my captions and on my blogs. So that way I'm not offending people, nor the brands that I want to work with. Um, and then, like I said, with self-care, with the therapy, and um, just praying to God also. that That's, you know, I listen to him, talk to him listen to him every morning I talk to him about like 10 minutes every night I get on my knees and pray for another 10 minutes and listen to him and he tells me what to do I say God prepare me for tomorrow prepare me to say and do the right thing so that I can do everything in your will and it usually works out that is amazing (laughs) because this COVID-19 definitely got me praying a little bit harder Mm -hmm. got me you know in my Bible a little bit more. Yes. So yes. 
Um, I think spirituality really does play a big effect on on your mental mm-hmm. um health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yep, that's good that you have that. I guess that um backing. Yes, it's so important. It's so necessary. And I can. Um, so my last question, mm-hmm. just to you know get your opinion on it, as a law enforcement officer in the past mm-hmm. and you know someone who has a criminal justice major like what do you think about all this um you know the injustice towards black people the more recent riots and protests that have been sparked um just what's your whole take on it i know it's really stressful right now mm-hmm. to be black in america but like what do you think about that from someone who's been on the other side as a law enforcement officer okay from the law enforcement perspective mm-hmm. um I say I know that it's very stressful. It's very stressful, especially being a black officer, because just being black without even the um with with what's going on, I face a lot of I, I don't know if it would be racism, but a lot of um disrespect from because you know I was a corrections officer and I remember getting disrespected and talked down by the black inmate saying that I'm you know I'm working for the master I'm I ain't ish you know giving me everything that's negative and so um I know with officers right now with what's going on it can be worse so speaking from my experience I know that it's very important that officers must take care of their mental health because we see trauma every day I saw um you know people can try to commit suicide I saw like the worst of some of humanity I had to respond to grown men fighting and everything like that and and it and it can be very stressful mentally especially as a black person like you know what's going on you know what's wrong but as a law enforcement officer you still have to do what you're supposed to do and sometimes your voice cannot be heard so it's it's a little struggle and that's another reason why I quit because I just didn't feel like I could make a change in the way that I could in my capacity so I felt like with my nonprofit, I could create change for domestic violence. Um, but it, it is scary. It's scary. Like, even, like, my tag expired the other day. I didn't even realize it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, Lord, please. And I have a gun. I'm like, Lord, please don't let me get pulled over. Um, but, you know, I know what to do. And I always tell people that no matter what the officer does, um, be calm. Just be calm as ever like you high you know what I'm saying like make sure that if, if even if they're like kind of infringing upon your rights still do what they say if they say step out of the car let me see your license or registration give it to them even if you know they're wrong because at the end of the day if you if you get any height if you do anything they can take it to the next level and point the, the fingers at you so I tell people right. just be calm from both levels, from the civilians to the law enforcement. Just do what you can to to get home at the end of the day. Wow. Well, thank you so mm-hmm. much um, just for being on this episode, for voicing your opinions on everything and for being so open and honest with yeah. us. Please tell our listeners where to find you on all your social media or your blog or whatever. You okay, okay. Thank you guys for having me. Um, so everyone can follow me at Davida's Diary. That's my name, D-A-V-I-D-A-S Diary. That's my wellness influencer platform. And then if you want a wig, you know, I got you. Um, <laughs> my brand is called um, Instagram Hair Bakery Boutique LLC, where all bigs, all wigs are baked with love. And then my nonprofit organization is Dear Neandra, D-E-A-R-D-E-A-N-N-D-R-A. 
And the magazine also, like, I know I got a lot of Instagram handles, but I'm sure somebody will relate to one of them at least. The magazine is Secure Yourself Magazine. That's it. We just created it two days ago, me and my team. So I'm so excited and I want to meet everybody who's listening. And I appreciate you guys for having me once again. Well, thank thank you you so much. You're welcome. Um, Enjoy the rest of your day. Be safe out here. Yes, thank you. And yeah, you too. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone. So you just talked to Davida. Um, we are about to close out this episode. All right, y'all know where to follow us. Um, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, 21 Minutes or Less. Type in 21 Minutes or Less podcast on YouTube and go ahead and follow our personal pages. Mine is Keisha Milana. Mine is Riz Monet. And mine is Miss Butterfly 21. All right, we'll see y'all on the next episode.